Hello there. I'm Ash, but you could call me JD. And ahoy, I'm the comic book hunter, but you could call me Hunter. And this is A Hero Story, episode 67. Welcome. A Hero Story is a podcast where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, comic book animation, comic book video games, comic books themselves. You name it, we probably talk about it. Our episode usually goes where we cover the news of the week, where we cover all all things comics news, and then we break it down to the comics of the week, where we give you our pick of the week, our cover of the week, and we pick a few comics, we review them, we give you a whole summary of them, and then uh, we used to end it with like a character of the week, but we haven't done that in a long time. We haven't done that in forever. We definitely won't have time this episode, because DC released a timeline. Yeah. Chaos emerges. So... Uh, Dan Didio and Jim Lee, the two you know head guys at DC, talked about how they wanted to do a timeline so we could understand what happened from year one to year 60 in the current DC universe. So we were like, okay, that's cool. I'd, I'd love to see that explained until it got explained. <laughs> and now I have more questions than I ever had. So uh, Bleeding Cool uh, released... A mostly timeline, a most timeline like filled in. There's a there's quite a few things redacted, but uh, we decided to break it down for you. So we will go from year one to year sixty. Well, they don't cover every year, but they cover most years. From year one to year sixty, starting with 1938, building all the way up to 1998. Yeah. So Apparently with the time, is in the <laughs> in yeah. the 90s, even though they have cell phones and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really confusing. If you ever read like Batman and Detective Comics, you're like, what's happening first? This kind of explains that in a way, but from the start of comic books in general. They added some things in that nothing's been written before. For example, Wonder Woman being the first hero. We've seen that in the movie, but this is comics we're talking about. And we kind of... People that were wondering about the DC timeline, we kind of got an answer in Doomsday Clock number 9? Was it yeah, nine no, Doomsday Clock number 10, I think. Oh, but yeah, 10, we had the yeah. answer of Manhattan changing the timelines and the various Golden Age Superman, Silver Age Superman, and all that, and it was great. We loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little confusing for casual fans, but I feel like this is more confusing for fans in general. Before, yeah. like, our, our old explanation was just, like, what people would kind of think is just since everything's moving forward, you just kind of don't worry about that. Superman was around in 1960, but... You don't think of that because it's just, it's comics, you know, you don't really worry about that. DC decided, hey, we're going to explain it. Uh, Dodge Manhattan's was missing with the timeline. Superman was around the 60s, but then he was moved all around due to timeline changes. Makes sense for a comic point of view. So we're like, okay, let's go with that. For some reason now, like JD said, uh, comics are changing and apparently they're doing real time. So starting with, yeah. what was the year? First year? 1938, which is, all right, that makes sense. It was Action Comics number one, came out in 1938. First so. DC comic ever made, released. Yeah, so, so, so I'll tell you the year number, what year it actually is, and then uh, what happened that year. And that's how we'll break it down. And, and then we could comment on things that we think are bizarre, comment on things that we think are good, that type of thing. So. Yeah, and, and with these Fuck things, well. like <laughs> every major thing that happened, we're going to be going over like the death of Jason Todd, Barbara Gordon being paralyzed, Billy Batson becoming Shazam, stuff like that. We're going to be saying what year that happened. We're also going to say some of the ages of some characters. How old is Damian Wayne? How old is Wallace West? Well, we kind of find out here, and it's a little unexpected. So, A little, well. a little confusing. All right, so uh, we start in year one. This is 1938. And remember, the current year is 1998-1999. So don't think of like 2019 as the current year. The current year is 1998-9 in, in DC Comics. 
I don't get it. You don't get it. Whatever. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> 1938, year one, we have Krypton explodes and Clark's rocket crashes in Smallville. While this is happening, Wonder Woman makes her debut as the first superhero and Steve Trevor crashes on Themyscira. This mostly makes sense. I'm not crazy about Wonder Woman being the first hero because I like the way Doomsday Clock explained it, but fine. I, I could live with it. Yeah, Doomsday Clock Superman was the first hero, but now they're going more of a route where since Wonder Woman doesn't really age, I think it's okay. But it's kind of cool how while Steve Trevor's crashing on Themyscira and warning all the Amazons that a war is happening, meanwhile in space, Krypton blows up. So... It's cool where yeah. it's like two major things in timeline happening in the same year. Yeah. All right. So year two, this is now 1939. Jay Garrick makes his debut as the Flash. Alan Scott makes his debut as the Green Lantern. Zatara makes his debut as a stage magician. And Dan Garrett debuts as the Blue Beetle. And the Black Hawk, uh, like Plane Squad, assembles. So this is prepping for World War II. We got our first few heroes from the Justice Society, which... Also makes sense. Uh, I mean, were it doesn't first fit in with, with Doomsday Clock where they were inspired by Superman, but it, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but also like in the other timeline where Superman wasn't around. Oh, no, wait, they're still inspired by Superman. Never mind. <laughs> Nor what I yeah. said. They still so, became a team, I guess. But even in like today's timeline. Oh, I guess I was going to say today's timeline. They didn't really say anything when they saw Superman, but they haven't met Superman yet. In today's timeline, they've only met Barry Allen and John Stewart, so. Yeah. So, all right, so you got the first two years, not too bad. Year three, uh, this is where we get into the bit of a redacted. I don't know why it's redacted. Hopefully we get the full thing. But year three is the formation of the Justice Society of America. So 1940, the JSA uh, forms. Wonder Woman redacted. We don't know what it is. I feel like it joins the JSA, but who knows. Uh, Jay Garrick joins the JSA, Alan Scott joins the JSA, and Dina Drake makes her debut as the Black Canary. Standard Golden Age stuff makes sense. Wonder Woman on the JSA, I'm curious. Maybe she helped them in the World War II effort, if I had to guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I imagine she's not like a member, like a full-on member, but helping. Like an honorary sense. member for the war, maybe. Yeah, it's like when Spider-Man helps out the Avengers, it's, you know. Yeah. So, year four in 1941... Uh, Sergeant Rock and the Easy Company enter uh, the European theater. Never been a Sergeant Rock fan. Never been interested. So it doesn't really affect me. Whatever. Another year. Uh, year five is 1942. The JSA formally enters World War II. And the Freedom Fighters debut. And the All-Star Squadron is formed. So we get a, a few different teams from the Golden Age. And the JSA is officially in World War II. So These are all very classic is, superhero teams. And, and year five being 1942, <coughs> this is just after Pearl Harbor was attacked because Pearl Harbor was attacked in December of 1941. So it makes mm. sense that the U.S. government would use the JSA to go into war. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. If you want to see all this, go to bleedingcool.com. But J.D. and I really, we did the math to find the years and everything. They yeah, don't we, write down the uh, years I've done, here. I've, but. Done, <laughs> I've done more work here than I have in most math classes. Yeah, we actually, uh, we spent like 40 minutes before the recording the show actually like, okay, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> so Exactly. All right, so in year six, this is where we start to get into some bigger things. So, and a lot more redacted. So year six is 1943. Thomas and Martha Wayne redacted. We're assuming this is uh, Bruce is like born because we see later on the schedule that they die. So Bruce isn't born yet. Uh, maybe this is him being born. Yeah. I'm not sure. I imagine this uh, is, yeah. 
and then the Justice League redacted. So I'm assuming this is the formation of the Justice League after the JSA finished. On there's only one year after the JSA entered World War II, so I don't know. So I guess why. Batman's not a founding member. No, I'm. I mean, that also means Superman wouldn't even be a founding member. Yeah, because Superman would still be a kid here. Yeah, so I wonder if this is a Martian Manhunter. Oh no, Martian Manhunter hasn't arrived yet. Oh, that's right. He appears later on here. Yeah, I don't know what that is. We don't. We don't know that this is the Justice League forming, though. We just know that it's redacted. So, yeah. and uh, yeah. So all right. So year seven, which is nineteen forty-four, we don't get anything. It's just blank debuts, redacted debuts. So somebody makes their debut, some kind of golden age superhero. It doesn't say um, who. Though. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a Doctor Fate type of guy. Somebody that was on the Justice Society Wildcat. Wildcat. Maybe. Yeah, the Adam. Yeah, maybe some kind of JSA member. But anyway, mm-hmm. year eight. Now we're in 1945, towards the end of World War II. Uh, Wonder Woman retreats to Themyscira following the atomic bomb drop. So uh, the Allies win World War II. Wonder Woman leaves. She goes back to Themyscira. And the Freedom Fighters disband. Now we do a four-year jump. We go from 1945 to 1949 in year 12. Uh, Dina Lance is born. So next generation. Black Canary. Black Canary. Green Arrow's wife. You're 13. Now we're in 1950. Clark becomes Superboy, and he works in secret. So uh, I saw some complaints about this online. I don't hate it. It follows in line with what Jeff Johns did in his Action Comics run and what happened in the Silver Age of Comics where Clark starts as Superboy. It's fine. Even American I don't alien it. style. He's not Superman. He doesn't have the suit. He just knows he has powers, so he's helping people yeah. secretly. It's kind of like what the Smallville show did, basically. Like yeah. He's there with Lana, Lana Lang and the Smallville crew. Mm. I, I don't mind. All right, now year 14, 1951, Alfred Pennyworth is hired by the Waynes. Okay, fine. That but makes two sense. two years later. Only two years later in Thomas 1953, year 16, yep, Thomas and Martha Wayne die. The Batman is born in the alley. So Alfred only worked for the Waynes two years before Thomas and Martha die. That's surprising. He usually like was like a lifelong friend of Thomas and, you know, really worked for them for like years. I mean, before this guy's they taking died, yeah. Kid. Yeah, so, <laughs> okay, that's... Fine. It's a little odd. I don't know. <laughs> two years later. I don't later. hate it, but yeah, it gives Alfred more of a connection to the family. Anyway, two two more years later, in year 18, we're in 1955 now. They pull the Senate incredible. banned superheroes. Yeah, exactly. The Senate banned superheroes, so Clark stops being uh, Superboy. Uh, the Flash redacted. We're assuming this is talking about the Golden Age Jay Garrick Flash. Uh, my guess was this is when Keystone City gets frozen over by the three villains that gets revealed in Flash of Two Worlds, but it's redacted, so we have no idea. That, that would be my guess, though. Uh, Alan Scott retires as the Green Lantern and the JSA disbands. Uh, and Dan Garrett, the Blue Beetle, goes underground and Task Force X is assembled. Which so, is the Suicide Squad. Yeah, so the original Suicide Squad started in 1955. Okay. That's kind of cool. Now, year 19. is a cool year. <laughs> yeah, so now we're getting some Aquaman stuff. Arthur Curry's father dies and Black Manta's father dies. And Martian Manhunter arrives on Earth. So 1956, big year for uh, DC in their timeline. Big year for Justice League members. Next year, following year 20. The, following with Aquaman, Aquaman uh, Arthur meets the others, and he meets Volko. So this is following just in line with Jeff Johns' New 52 story. For those I who like, don't know, the others is not an aquatic team. It's more a t- team of, like, just savages, basically. Uh, yeah. They were the first team that Aquaman was on. They were, like, more of a outlaws kind of team. But it was before yeah. Aquaman was Aquaman. He just he didn't wear a shirt. <laughs> he just kind of had his strength powers. Yeah. Didn't really go in water at all. 
and he had like a love interest on the team, if I'm not mistaken, that Mario yeah. was kind of like jealous over in the new 52. It was good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, year 21 in 1958, Arthur meets his brother, half brother, Orm. So and then uh, the biggest team in all of comics comes in year 24. Uh, Challengers of the Unknown are formed. For those who have no idea who the Challengers of Unknown are, neither do we. <laughs> we, we have no clue who they are. They're, they were in the Titans, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. <laughs> they were the team that no one knew who they were. And Raven commented how they're literally called the Unknown. And she trapped him in like a dimension. They had a few funny yeah. lines where they were just like, Challengers were free. And then they don't get free. I rewatched yeah. this movie actually <laughs> two weeks ago. So... Still entertaining. I, I watched it, it recently too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is that is the end of Generation One, which was called Dawn of the Heroic Age. That was twenty-five whole years. Now we go into Generation Two, which is called the Space Age. This is a fifteen-year window. So it starts off with a bang in year twenty-six, which is nineteen sixty-three. Both Batman and Superman make their debut. Year one happens for Batman. Superman finds so, Fortress of Solitude. Batman has a bat fly through his window. Basically. Yes, father. I shall become, become a, bat. a bat. So that happens in 1963. Big start to Gen 2. Then mm-hmm. in year 27, which is the following year, 1964, uh, the Rose Gallery for Batman starts, including Joker, Catwoman, and a redacted character. Uh, Batman year 2, the comic event happens. And uh, Aquaman, uh, there's a redacted Aquaman debut. So Arthur becomes full Aquaman here. Barry Allen also makes his debut as the Flash. Flash year 1 happens. So that happens all the way back in 1964. Barry struck uh, by lightning. Aquaman gets the trident. Hal Jordan debuts as yeah, Green Lantern. Hal, Hal so Jordan makes his debut as Green Lantern. And his spaceship Queen crashes. Hal finds the ring by uh, Abin Sir. And then and uh, Oliver Queen was on the island. Hal, Oliver Arrow, Queen gets his ship. Oh, that's when he debuts. So Oliver Queen returns from the island and decides to put vengeance on criminals. Yeah, so 1963-1964, big years. This is essentially DC's Silver Age. So Batman, Superman, and all these guys first appear in the Silver Age. Okay, yep. fine, that's fine. Uh, in year 28, 1965, Dick Grayson makes his debut as Robin. The world's finest Batman and Superman debut, so they team up for the first time. Wally West debuts as Kid Flash, and the Rogues debut. I'm assuming they mean the Flash Rogues. Uh, Sinestro redacted, Aquaman redacted, and redacted, redacted. Lots of redacted at the so end. So I'm but. guessing by Sinestro means Sinestro forged the Yellow Lantern ring. Don't know what the Aquaman means. Yeah, but yeah. After one one year after Hal debuts, he's left the Green Lantern mm-hmm. Corps. Perhaps. What year is this? Twenty eight. Year twenty eight is nineteen sixty five. Okay, so in nineteen sixty five, uh, the Flying Graysons are killed by Raptor. Uh, that's a little rebirth fact. Um, Wally West <laughs> is struck by lightning. And then Captain Cold becomes a thing and all that. Yeah, so so Wally appears only one year after Barry appears. Which, if in the Flash Year One comic, if you remember, Bar- uh, Wally appears at the end. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, year 29, which is 1966, uh, the JLA is formed with members like Batman and Superman. Uh, and Wonder Woman makes her return from Themyscira after all these years. And she joins the JLA as well. Barry joins the JLA. Hal joins the JLA. Uh, Black Lantern redacted. Not sure. It says Black Lantern redacted JLA. So uh, a Black Lantern in the Justice League? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, Aquaman joins the JLA. Uh, Black Canary, Dina Lance joins the JLA. Martian Manhunter joins the JLA. And the Atom joins the JLA. So kind of 
the Justice League year one uh, lineup, but not exactly. So, I mean, you got the heavy hitters in the JLA, and this is 1966. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what's up with the Black Lantern, but other than that, no problem with this year. It makes sense. Uh, year 30 is the formation of the Doom Patrol. So now we're in 1967. The Doom Patrol uh, forms. Donna Troy returns. Uh, it never said anything about her appearing, but... I guess she's coming from Themyscira now. I'm hoping that she's Diana's sister. and uh, But it says, Donna Troy returns and Wonder Woman redacted. So, not all that sure. Uh, Barry meets Jay. So, the Flash of Two Worlds happens. Guy Gardner redacted Green Lantern. I'm assuming debuts as Green Lantern. And Green Arrow joins the JLA. So, this has Guy appearing before John. Correct, because I didn't yeah. see John anywhere here. So they're going back to the pre-52 canon, which was Guy uh, debuting before John. Yeah, New 52 yeah. switched it up where it was John debuting before Guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so now the multiverse is discovered in year 31, 1968, because of the Flash of Two Worlds. Uh, 1931, we got the Crisis of Two Worlds, where the Teen Titans make their debut with a team of Dick, Wally, Garth, Roy, Donna, and Garth first appears as Aqualad in this. So, so this is like the original Teen Titans and the Rebirth Titans team. I'm glad yeah. they kept that. Yeah. That's pretty much all that happened that year. Yeah. So now in year 32, the JSA returned. So I guess since uh, Barry Allen was able to wake up Jay Garrick, he was able to get Allen out of retirement and the other guys out of retirement. So the JSA is back and Redacted was born in this year. We don't know who yet. But, all right, so 1932, that's 1960. I'm sorry, <laughs> year 32, that's 1969. So the JSA is back. They returned in, like, the 70s in comics, so that makes sense. And the next year, uh, Supergirl ship lands on Earth. Yep, Supergirl finally arrives. Superman redacted. I wonder if it's going to be some kind of, like, fight with Brainiac, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Teen Titans redacted. So something happens with the Teen Titans. Flash, Flash. marries Iris West. Guy Gardner debuts as the Justice League Green Lantern, so I wonder if Hal left the team or they had two Green Lanterns. And uh, Dina and Ali fight Batman. N- not sure. <laughs> Why is that uh, on Tula here? <laughs> first, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tula first appears as Aqua Girl and uh, Redacted returns. So maybe one of the JSA members returns or something. But okay, it's, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Next year, Ra- so Supergirl uh, comes just Gould. a few years after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just gonna say Supergirl. Comes a few years after the Teen Titans, so she's not too much older than them, I would guess. I'm okay with that. All right. Year Raja 34, Ghul. 1971, Ghoul and Talia first debut. They first debuted in the 70s, I get it. Hawkman yeah. officially joins the JLA. They had Carter a pretty big Hawk. JLA roster back then. Yeah. Uh, year uh, year 35, Wonder Woman loses her powers. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman loses her powers, and, and something happens with Aquaman. Doesn't say. Yeah, redacted Aquaman. So <clears throat> lots of stuff going on in the beginning of the seventies. The following year in year thirty-six. This uh, is a weird Barbara, thing. Yeah, so Barbara makes her debut as Batgirl, which is uh seven years? Seven seven or eight years ahead of Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson first appeared in year twenty-eight. So yeah, so eight years ahead or eight years after Dick Grayson appeared with Robin. He's been Robin for eight years now. Babs finally makes her appear appearance. Which Little is weird. Odd. They're usually pretty close together, despite Barbara being older. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But Barbara's not even that much older. Well, yeah. No, not that much older. Just a few years. So that's definitely weird. But mm-hmm. okay. Professor Zoom uh, kills Iris West. Well, yeah. Yep. 
and John Stewart. Lots of redacted here. John John is the new Green Lantern now, so the third Green Lantern in line. Something happens to Hal that's redacted, and something happens to the Teen Titans that's redacted. Mm-hmm. Lots of redacted in this year. And in, in the next few years, like you're going to see a lot of redacted. Uh, in year 37, uh, Wonder Woman redacted returns. I don't okay. know. <laughs> the new Teen Titans debut with Dick Cyborg redacted, redacted. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Beast Boy, Starfire, Raven. You know that team, the iconic cover of like the '80s lineup. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Mm. And so, somebody joins the JLA, and a pair of heroes break up. I wonder if it's gonna be like Hawk and Dove. Maybe I don't know. Could be. Yeah. They haven't been mentioned at all, but. A pair of heroes break up. We will mention every redacted thing because it's a little confusing, but just the things like the breakup that could, or it could be even Dina and Oliver, but they didn't really break up often. Yeah. Uh, year 38, now we're in 1975. Shazam! Um, okay, lots of redacted here, but the Flash kills Professor Zoom. Uh, the throne of Aquaman, the redacted the throne of Aquaman, I'm assuming Arthur takes the throne. Of Atlantis, and- yeah. And uh, Billy Batson redacted. So Shazam is now appeared. Uh, and then in the following year, uh, we get Ted Kord's debut as Blue Beetle with a lot of redacted and other hero debuts, but we don't know. Um, year 40, year, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, this is a big year. So Crisis on Infinite Earth happens along with the Judas Contract, meaning Dick Grayson is now Nightwing, Supergirl is dead, Barry is dead, Wally West is the Flash, So and Aquaman dies. So the Flash... And no, I'm sorry, Wally and Dick upgrade to the next role in the same year. I, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I don't know how I feel. I mean, there's a lot of redacted here, so we don't know. Like, there's a future redacted, and I'm not really all that sure. But I'm, I'm interested. That's in that the year. end of Gen two, though. Gen three. Yeah. So now we move to Gen three, which is the Age of Crisis, another yeah. 15 year window. So this is post Crisis era. We get Ju- uh, the Just League International, and uh, Wallace West is born. Kid um, Flash. Yeah. I very surprised. I would have thought him to be way younger, but okay. I won't go. Um, this, this means like today, Wallace is around twenty, nineteen or twenty. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with him being that age. JD's not. <laughs> it, it just seems a little old because like he's way older than Damien, and he's taking orders from Damien. I don't know. I don't really get it. Well, he. I always oh. considered him to be a little older than Damien. Did you? Yeah, know? but not like I don't know. Like six years. It seems like a lot. Like he's a grown man. Damien's a child. Like I don't know. Wallace, Wallace is our yeah. age, and Damien would be 14. Like, it's a little weird. But anyway, um, somebody becomes the Green Lantern of Earth, and somebody becomes the Green Lantern of Space. Shazam joins the Just League International. Captain Adam joins the Just League International. Blue Beetle joins the Just League International. And John Constantine means Swamp Thing, which is the first, like, sign of magic in the DC Universe. Awesome. All right, year 42, we're now in 1979. Uh, death in the family happens. Jason Todd is murdered. So assuming, assuming Jason Todd took the role right after Crisis, right after Dick became Nightwing, then he's been Robin for two years before he gets murdered? Uh, maybe? Yeah, sounds about right, to be honest. Jason's wasn't Robin for very long. And then the following year after that, uh, Barbara Gordon is paralyzed in The Killing Joke. Now... Uh, canon-wise, Killing Joke happens before Death in the Family, because uh, you actually see Barbara in a wheelchair at Jason's funeral. So now they're switching the order of that. That's a little odd to me. I'm not really sure the reason for that. But okay. So Joker really got Batman bad two years in a row. Killed his partner and paralyzed the other. Yeah. 
Um, and Wally meets Linda Park that year, so it's not a totally bad year. Uh, redacted return, so maybe another Golden Age hero returning. Uh, the following year, we get Nightfall and Tim Drake's debut as Robin. So year 44, we're in 19... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, year 44, we're in 1981. Tim is now Robin only two years after Jason's death. Nightfall happens the same year, so Bruce breaks his back. And Barbara first becomes Oracle during the Nightfall uh, storyline in this version. And Superman dies. Death of Superman and Reign of Superman happen this year. So year 44 is a big year event-wise. Yeah, <laughs> feel bad for and, the heroes. Tim's like, then, hey, I have a new superhero. Meanwhile, Superman's getting stabbed in the gut by Doomsday and Batman's getting his back snapped <laughs> by Bane. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh. And then year 45, 1982, uh, we get the birth of the demon. Superman returns the same year. Artemis makes her debut. Uh, Bart Allen first debuts as Impulse. Bart Allen Kyle Rayner, Kyle Rayner as Green Lantern. And uh, Black Canary starts the Birds of Prey. And the Rise of Parallax, Parallax happens. So this is the start of the Hal Jordan going crazy, which leads directly into Zero Hour, that's where Damien is born. Yeah, that's a big year for Green Lantern. So Damien is born in year 46, <coughs> 1983. 1993? Uh, no Man's Land. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm jumping a year. Uh, so Damien's born. The Teen Titans something. Uh, lots of redacted. Hal Jordan dies, and Parallax moves on. Uh, the final night. It's like the whole zero hour event, so, basically. Well, what year is this again, sir? Year 46 is 1983. So Damien was born in 1983. One year mm. after Nightfall. No, I'm sorry. Two years after Nightfall. Two years after Tim Drake debuted as Robin. Weird. <laughs> Very weird. Oh. Okay. Moving on. Uh, year 47. The JLI is replaced by the JLA. Uh, no Man's Land happens, so Batman's got a lot of big events happening between Sam- bringing his back, having a son, and, and uh, his city being destroyed. Uh, Cassandra Cain makes her debut as Batgirl. Which means Cassandra Cain is, was Batgirl before she was Orphan, which is interesting. Uh, and yeah. then Joker throws Harley and Quinzel into acid, creating Harley Quinn. Uh, yep. I'm assuming Lane Returns is going to be General Lane Returns. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because they would have just put Lois. Um, Electric Blue Superman. This was like in the JLA. It's really weird arc. It was the 90s. He like splits into the Red Superman and Blue Superman. We get Electric really Blue popular. Superman here. Uh, Cassie Sandsmark first make, makes her first debut. That's Wonder Girl. And then uh, both Kyle Rayner and Aquaman join the JLA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Year 48 is Hush. Now, uh, year, four, yeah, year 48. So one year after No Man's Land, we get Hush. So Batman has so much going on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tons of redacted, but uh, Wally marries Linda this year. Cool. This is in 1985. Okay, uh, year 49, identity crisis happens. A very hated storyline. Uh, I personally liked it the first time I read it, but I honestly haven't read it since like 2014. So I anyway, read it. I uh, barely Stephanie remember Brown, it. <laughs> Stephanie Brown makes her debut as Robin, uh, which is which, interesting. She is yeah, so Robin. She was Robin for like. Two issues in the in the two thousands, like right nine before issues? she died. I thought it was. It nine. might have been. It, it was like a very short time. Yeah, it and was. Do it was like paved over that she was never Robin. Now she's officially Robin. But in this storyline, it seems that she never becomes Batgirl. But we'll get to that later. Uh, this same year that Identity Crisis is happening, President Luther is elected. John Kent is born. John Kent is born before Infinite Crisis. So. President John Kent Luther, is born while is still alive. <laughs> in our timeline, like in the current DC timeline before this list came out, uh, Lex Luthor became president in the year 2000. 
But yeah. now it is what year? Year 49 is 1986. So now he's an 80s president. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Supergirl comes back. Donna Troy dies. And lots of stuff happens. Somebody makes their debut as Aquaman. I'm assuming... Uh, maybe Garth? I don't know. Oh, uh... Yeah, I'd say Garth. I'm assuming this is like around the time he became king of Atlantis, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, year 50, Jason is back as Red Hood. So year 50, we're in 1987. Jason is back as Red Hood. Uh, another person returns, but they're redacted. Uh, Batwoman and Batwoman debuts. Wally and Linda redacted are born. I'm assuming this is Wally and Linda's kids. Mm-hmm. So this is, I guess, shortly after Blitz, uh, around Rogue War. Uh, and then lots of redacted after that. Year 51, which we're in 1988 now, Infinite Crisis happens, which kills off Superboy. Wonder Woman kills Maxwell Lord. Uh, Billy Batson pops up in here again, and Jaime Reyes makes his first appearance as Blue Beetle. Okay, so so John Kent was alive when Superboy died. It's odd to me. That's weird, yeah. <laughs> in year 52, 1989, uh, Babs returns as Batgirl, which... For those who know, comics canon happened in the New 52, but now it happened before the New 52. Well, they did, Killing Joke was still canon in the New 52. She just had surgery on her spine to be able to stand yeah. again. And you can see in some scenes where you see her bare back, there's like stitches there. Yeah. So, she had uh, surgery. But Don- Donna Troy makes her return. Tons of redacted and somebody returns to Earth. Maybe one of the Green Lanterns. Not sure. Uh, year 53, there's nothing to say because literally everything's redacted. Uh, year 54, Final Crisis happens. So now we're in 1991. Only, what, three years after Infinite Crisis? And four years after... There's a lot of crisis events back-to-back. Damien Final Crisis happens. Damien Robin, I'm guessing. Yeah, that so, means it's Robin, which means Tim Drake becomes Red Robin. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then, then one year after Final Crisis, which... Big um, year. I'm a little surprised. So Barry should have returned in Final Crisis like he did in the comics. But in this one, they have it a year after that. In year 55, Barry makes his return. Uh, Blackest Night happens this year as well. Brightest Day happens. Uh, Dina and Ollie separate. Jackson Hyde makes his debut. Somebody returns to the public eye. And Flashpoint happens. Starting a whole new generation with Generation 4. The Flashpoint five-year time window, which is technically the new 52, I guess. And Rebirth. So for those confused about, like... These characters are old. Yeah, they are, but I think... They don't explain here, but we think that Flashpoint made them a lot... Well, some of them, younger at least. Because right off the bat... Yeah, because if it... It does say that um, Billy Batson is Shazam in year 57. So Billy Batson is not a 40-year-old man. He is back to being what he is today, which I think he's 16 or 17 right now. Yeah, so you could assume that Flashpoint took some years away because... If not, Dick Grayson is in his 40s after being Robin for so long and Nightwing for so long. But anyway, in year 56, the first year of the uh, post-Flashpoint timeline in Generation 4, Dick makes his debut as Batman. Damien makes his debut as Robin. Bruce returns. returns. Donna Troy becomes Wonder Woman. The War of the Green Lanterns happens, and Hal Jordan kills the Mad Guardian. In year 57 in 1994... Uh, this is basically the new 52. Uh, the Court of Owls happens. Damien, Damien dies. dies. Uh, Diana is back as Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman becomes the god of war. 
Tim returns to lead the Teen Titans. Wally and Bart disappear into the time stream. So they didn't disappear right away in... Oh, that's weird. They didn't disappear from Flashpoint? Flashpoint. They, they disappear a year after. That's very weird. That doesn't make anyway, sense. Okay. And Jay doesn't disappear? That's, that's bizarre. Wally and Bart disappear into the time stream. <laughs> Hal is the Green Lantern Green on Lantern. Justice League. Kyle becomes the White Lantern. That's cool. Aquaman joins the Justice League, and he's crowned king again. Uh, Booster Gold is aware of the timeline changes, but he vanishes. Uh, Plastic Man hibernates? I don't know. Well, remember he was the egg for a while? Oh, right, 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 right. Before the Terrifics, uh, so... And then yeah. Billy Batson, Shazam join the Justice League. Vic Sage, the question is, resurrected, and Harley Quinn joins the Suicide Squad. Or recruited. Now, now we're in year 58, 1995. DC re- Rebirth happens. So Damien returns. Jim, uh, Gordon, Jim Gordon briefly, briefly becomes briefly. Batman while Batman is struggling with amnesia. Uh, so 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 Batman returned in year 56, but then Jim Gordon becomes... So he, he became Batman for two years, and then Jim became Batman. Okay, this is very odd. But then right after Bruce comes... Because I, I in our time, Jim was Batman for about 11 months, I think. But... Uh-huh. I imagine in DC timeline it was only like three months or something like that. So yeah, so Batman, Bruce, and Red Robin unite Gotham's vigilantes as a formal team. I'm assuming that's Tinian's tech run. Yeah. Uh, so the that's Oz with uh, Cassandra Kane, Batwoman, Clayface, yeah, uh, Stephanie, Luke. Luke Fox. Yeah. And then uh, the Oz effect happens, which returns Jor El. The Kents move back to Metropolis. Wonder Woman is no longer the god of war. The original Titans reform, so Wally's back now after being gone for like three years, uh, which is the team of Dick, Lilith, Wally, Garth, Roy, Donna, and the Teen Titans reform with Damien, Kid Flash, Beast Boy, Rave. Basically the start of Rebirth, all the teams. Yeah. Uh, Booster returns, Ted Corp Wally returns. returns. And, yeah, r- r- uh, and Vic becomes the question again. So now one year after DC Rebirth, we got Dark Knight's Metal. So the Bat-Cat wedding happens, Rogalzar happens, John travels to the future, uh, Damien gets his new Teen Titans team, Bart makes his return, and the Terrifics, fo- the Terrifics form, Plastic Man wakes from hibernation. Then, one year after that, now we're in year 60, which is 1998, the current year we're in, the year of the villain happens and Hell Horizon happens. John returns from the future and is aged, and that's all we got for that year because all that's that stuff what's happening today. We are currently now. In the I know, I know this, this segment has been going on forever, but it's worth it. I trust. Uh, <laughs> Is it worth it? I, I don't know. I'm confused myself. So now Hell- that was four generations. Now after the year of the villain and the Hell Horizon stuff. Hell Horizon is starting get- in like two months, by the way. Well, yeah. technically it's happening like right now, but it's with the infected superheroes that we've been talking about uh, every ever once in a while on the show here. But it's like Jim Gordon affected Batman and laugh stuff. So, anyways, continue. Yeah. All right. So now we're going into the fifth generation after the year of the villain. So probably at the end of like 2020, 2021 area, we're going to be getting the fifth generation, which is heavily rumored again by Bleeding Cool, and this is trippy. So um, we're getting some legacy heroes, right? That sounds great. That's all Hunter and I have been asking for after 67 episodes on the podcast, right? <laughs> right? Wrong. What? the hell is happening well, right so right. we we have been asking but we have yeah. been asking but not exactly what we thought we would get mm-hmm. <laughs> be careful what you wish for because you just might get it yeah. um so luke fox is going to be coming is going to become the batman okay um i don't hate it but in this timeline bruce has l- r- died and returned you know three different times in four years it's getting a little stale but anyway 
uh, other than him, John Kent is going to get aged up again and become Superman. And Cassie Sandsmark is going to become Wonder Woman. Along with them, we're going to be getting a new Green Lantern, a new Flash, but not the new heroes that we think we're going to be getting. We're not going to see Dick uh, Bart Allen as you know the Flash. We're not going to be seeing Kyle Rayner as the Green Lantern. We are going to be getting what looks like, according to these rumors, new heroes. Yikes. So <laughs> it looks like we're getting a really sudden rush into all this. And all it new, looks like it's all different DC. With Cassie Sandsmark as Wonder Woman, just as Wonder Woman started the first generation of comics. Oh, man, that was like so much to go over. <laughs> okay, let's uh let's go one at hero at a time, starting with say Luke Fox, Batwing, becoming Batman. What do you think? I think it could be cool if Bruce, you know, didn't just die three different times and we've had so many different Batman, like it doesn't totally work for me. Out of all the characters in I'm just a not way, interested in Luke Fox either. Like Yeah, like I don't care for Luke Fox. When we last saw him, he was uh Tinian's detective run, and he literally he suited up every once in a while, but he ended up saying, like, I don't really wanna be on the streets of Gotham, I don't wanna be a hero, I wanna help behind the scenes i want to give you guys gadgets (laughs) he wants to be the guy in the chair he does suit up when needed but he'd rather be the guy in the chair and now he's gonna be batman (laughs) yeah i understand because dick grayson is rick grayson uh jason todd uses guns but Um, but, but rick grayson is gonna be undone oh that's right yeah so nightwing is returning in 2020 i don't know why he doesn't just return as batman yeah, that's, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't like it. I just, I feel like they're just doing this because they want, like, diversity. And they're just like, hey, we have a diverse Bat family member. Let's put him in. And they it, just it just seems, like, so unnatural. Like, I, I, I think I honestly would have preferred seeing Cassandra Cain as Batman, which I, I know Twitter would go crazy for. But I, if they wanted to go with something really bizarre and different, why not that? I mean. Yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, I feel I, I prefer that, Duke this, this, Thomas like Luke as Fox well. Out of everyone, just seems so weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like they could have done Duke Fox too, or Duke bleh, Duke Thomas. Um, I know he's the hero of the day for Gotham, but and he's kind of young, so I guess I understand that point. But I just don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> John Kent as Superman. What do you think? What's uh? You know that classic. What? what? <laughs> so one day I don't hate it. I loved John Ken as a kid. He's okay now that he's aged up. But now to age him up again, which if I know DC, they're gonna be like, oh well, he was in the future with the Legion of Superheroes and he aged normally, so now he's a grown man. Uh, I don't love it. Um, I'd like to see him become Superman one day, but I'd like to see a build to that. I don't know. Like to age him up. Aging up the first time was risky. It's not terrible, but it's not loved by fans. I just doing it again would be a mistake. Very much so. I just, I mean, he was a ten-year-old just less than a year ago, and everyone loved it. He was so fun to just, and I wanted to see stories of him aging up. But instead, Bendis just kind of, oh, he's seventeen now, and now it seems like DC's Con, like, oh, he's. Con must be like, bold. am I a joke to you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I rather Kara. Kara's like, am I a joke to you? I'd rather those two characters become Superman than this. I'd rather... I miss Super Lex a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I know we can't really do go back to Lex Luthor or Superman, but I miss it, and I wish it lasted longer. 
Yeah. That's the best version is Lex Luthor. And it, I'd be okay if Clark retired and Lex just took the mantle. He did that for uh, like a month, but it was a good month. Yeah. Uh, Cassie is Wonder Woman. I mean, I love Cassie, but she's like Young Justice, so you're either going to have to age her up or have a very young Wonder Woman. I mean, I don't know. It, it just seems so weird to me and like very unnatural like to just throw him into the limelight like that yeah I don't like, what are what are what are bruce clark and diana gonna do are you gonna kill them all off or are you gonna retire them like how's this gonna work come disappear yeah i just even with cassie like why didn't they just do donna i feel like donna could have worked i'd be totally okay with that but instead they're just like no let's just do uh cassie but she's or, or only- you're gonna have like if you're gonna have like a Justice League be of legacy, why not have them all line up in age? So like, you have the Titans move into the Justice League, or you have the Teen Titans move into the Justice League, or you have the Young Justice move into the Justice League. Like, keep move them all together. All so like, yeah. So if if uh, Cassie Sandsmark is gonna be Wonder Woman, why is Khan not Superman? Why is Tim not Batman? Why is Bart not the Flash? You know, like they all move up together. I don't think Cassie has ever interacted with Luke Fox before. <laughs> this is gonna be has such. John, a... Has John Kent entered? Uh, no, like John... with Luke Fox, world's finest, don't even know each other. <laughs> John Kent has even. In, in, yeah, none of these characters have ever interacted with each other. Now they're gonna be the Trinity. Are like, you kidding if, me? If John Kent was gonna be Superman, wouldn't it have made sense to make Damian Wayne Batman? Like, if you're gonna age him up, I don't know. Yeah, was... like that'd be more access- do, do acceptable. Batman six sixty six. But nope. <laughs> They're not going to do and that. And then, and then we're also going to be getting a new, according to the Bleeding Cool report, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman. But don't expect it to be Garth. Don't expect it to be Bart. Don't expect it to be any of the Human Lanterns. We're going to be getting new characters. <sighs> okay. There was rumors that Teen Lantern was going to be uh, the new Green Lantern, and I hate that a lot. <laughs> I would. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> Teen Lantern's been around for like six months and hasn't done a thing that's interesting. So and then like Bart never got his fair share of the Flash. Why can't you make him the Flash? Yeah, like he, all I've asked for is Flash Legacy. This is not what I meant. <laughs> you mean Godspeed Legacy? Uh, oh my God! Imagine Godspeed <laughs> is the new Flash. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Oh, don't even joke because it's gonna happen. Joshua Williamson Godspeed series coming soon. <laughs> I buy it. Also, also, all this asks the question: If all this is happening in the DC universe, what's going to happen with all these titles? They're just going to end. <laughs> yeah. From, from, the, from the reports I've read, and I really hope they're not true. Basically, all these writers are going to have like a year to wrap everything up that they're doing, and then they got to catch up to whatever DC is going to be doing. I don't know how they're going to explain it, if it's going to be like a big crisis event or something, but catch up to what's happening, and then they're off the book. So it, I read like I didn't name anyone specific, but they said some writers are very unhappy with like being ousted off the book and they should be i hear marvel's doing pretty good right (laughs) (laughs) i really hope this fifth generation thing is not true i could live with the timeline if this fifth generation does not come true but this is very frustrating yeah i mean luke fox replacing bruce wayne i will read the first issue i'd read the first arc and then like okay first arc it depends on who the writer is, too. Like, is Tinion going to be doing it? Because I have a little more faith in that. Or is it going to be like, I don't know. Ugh, I'm so frustrated. Me, too. Like, if this all comes to true, like how I think it's going to happen, then I could be mass-dropping DC books where I'm only reading whatever the Flash title is just to keep up. And other than that, I'm not, you know, I'm just checking in on things occasionally. Nightwing? But Nightwing? 
if Nightwing's still a thing, I mean, what if Dick Grayson gets replaced and we got a new Nightwing? <laughs> my God. Yeah, I, I, I just, will be just pretty it, much... It seems outrageous, but knowing DC, it could be true, and I'm a little nervous about that. I mean, I don't know. I've invested so many dollars in DC over the years, you know, reading all their comics, and... <sighs> it seems like this is all going to start um, when Tinian catches up with Batman to issue 100. So when Batman Rebirth hits issue 100, I think that's when this begins. So uh, we're gonna Hero Story is gonna be a Marvel podcast coming. <laughs> it, it honestly <laughs> might be. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we'll this, yeah, this like breaks my heart. I, I, this breaks my heart. I really hope it's not true, but I don't well, know. Yeah, I all these are just it could be true, and the, these are all just rumors. But they're rumors that no one at DC is denying, which makes us scared. Yeah. Like we'll be. I, this seems. This just screams Brian Michael Bendis too. Marvel did this uh, three, maybe four years ago. They called it All New, All Different Marvel Legacy. And what they did is they got rid of old heroes and replaced them with new original heroes or random legacy characters. So Bruce Banner was, was no like longer Williams, around. Right? Yeah. Bruce Banner was no longer around. If you wanted to read Hulk, you couldn't get the Incredible Hulk. You could only get Totally Awesome Hulk, who was Amanda Cho, who was a very happy Hulk. And people hated that. You couldn't read about Tony Stark yeah. anymore. You had to read Ironheart, who is a high school student who made an Iron Man suit in her dorm. You could not read Tony Stark. They they replaced all these iconic heroes with it's random like legacy characters. Captain America, right? Yeah. So they just and Marvel sales just plummeted. Like no one wanted to read about these characters. Some people did. Some people did read them, and not many people enjoyed them. But some people did read them. I believe Miss Marvel is the only successful character from all these original characters. Like, she was the only one who was popular. Besides that, every Marvel sales just plummeted. Meanwhile, th- while this was happening, DC created Jessica Cruz, and they had, like, Simon Baz, they got Wallace West's Kid Flash. So, people were kind of comparing, okay, you want diversity, you want these brand new legacy characters. On Marvel's side of things, I want a new black superhero. Like Iron Man. So we got Ironheart, but what if I still would have all, all the people that wanted to read Iron Man? They couldn't read him anymore. Meanwhile, in DC, we got Wallace West, a black superhero as a speedster, as a Flash. But if you still want to read Barry Allen, you can still read Barry Allen. Uh, Jessica Cruz, she's a Latino. It's diversity as a Green Lantern. But you could still read Hal Jordan. So that's the thing. Like DC wasn't getting rid of wasn't getting rid of their iconic characters while Marvel was, and now meanwhile Ironheart is around in the Marvel comics, and so is Iron Man. You could read the diversity characters, but you could also read the iconic ones. While DC, it seems like they're getting rid of the iconic ones for new ones that with no development whatsoever. And it's, yeah, and and, it's and Rebirth was such a step in the right direction because it had something that everyone wanted. You had what was worked in the new Fifty Two. You had what was good in the pre Fifty Two. You had iconic teams back together. You had I thought really top tier writing for a while, and then you just let it plummet. Year One of Rebirth was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean you were reading like every title, but like I literally did. <laughs> if, but like yeah, that was that was some of the best not... time of DC that like in modern memory, and it just. It, it really hurts because, like, this is going to happen. It's going to go on for, like, three years. It's going to – sales are going to plummet, and then they're going to reboot the universe again with their new – instead of Rebirth, it'll be, like, uh, Reborn. DC Fresh Start or something like that. <laughs> That's what Marvel literally called theirs, too. 
Oh, did they call it Fresh Start? Yeah, they called it Marvel Fresh Start, and they brought back Tony Stark and Bruce Banner and Steve Rogers. I mean, listen, Marvel's <laughs> going in the right direction, starting like all their 2018 reboots. I mean, they've been—I've heard nothing but great things. Bringing Hickman in on the X Men. I mean, Daredevil's top notch. Captain America, Spider Man. You, you got all these titles the, that are the uh, Immortal Hulk is apparently amazing. I guess fan- I was reading about Fantastic Four today. How it's incredible. Even the random books. <laughs> Gwenpool Strikes Back is actually pretty damn good. I read the first two issues at my <laughs> I comic store. <laughs> I read the first two issues at my comic store yesterday. I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty entertaining. And it's a mini series, so I'm going to get the rest in trade. <laughs> oh my God. It's a funny <laughs> comic, okay? I thought it had some good jokes. So, Marvel is going the right direction. DC is. I mean, Flash it is. It looks good like right DC. Now. I mean, we don't know. These are technically rumors, but. Uh, I hope they're not true. They're heavy rumors, though. Listen, I wouldn't mind a ZC fresh start, but like, you don't need to redo everything. Just take what works. I mean, you know what works. You know fans love that pre-52 stuff. Build on that. You could still move characters up into new roles. Legacy is what we want, but do more natural progression legacy. And I'm not saying you got to take 30 years to move somebody up, but let them age a little more naturally. Do events that take you a year forward or two years forward have characters age in their own books i mean dc needs more of like a central target of what they're doing i I don't know if they need more writers summit or they need more editors on there that are just in link but i mean have a central dc universe and have the characters build around that i mean marvel legacy was a brian michael bendis thing and as soon as it ended brian michael bendis came to dc I just realized that. And now it's happening again with Bendis on DC. We're getting uh, all new, all different DC pretty much where <sighs> this is happening. So thanks, Obama. Thanks, Bendis, <laughs> for all this. Yeah, this is, this is, it's a sad day. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. If <laughs> we'll keep you posted on here if it ends up being true. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, we'll update you every San, week. By San Diego Comic Con next year, I'm sure we'll know the exact details because that's probably when they'll launch it. But. Yeah, so yeah. this was our very extended <laughs> long news of the week. So for the last, there's not really know, 10, any news besides that. Like Joker's doing. Yeah, we, we broke it down for you. This is, you know, it would be cool if we had visuals to break it down for you. But I'm not YouTube talented, like our very own comic book content. But oh. anyway, uh, <laughs> that made good YouTube video. Okay. Anyway, putting me to work here <laughs> <laughs> and anyway um let's go over the comics of the week at least a few of them pick them out uh do you have a cover of the week and the pick and a pick of the week ready um no <laughs> all right so my cover of the week is superman 16 if ivan reese drawing the super sons it definitely does not reflect the art inside because ivan reese didn't do the interior art but the cover is really cool and it had me really hyped to see john and damien again not so hyped to what i got uh but then my pick of the week is Honestly, probably Flash 80. Um, I, I enjoyed this issue more than I thought I would. Yeah, I've been enjoying Flash a lot lately, which is Flash nice is top five DC comics on the shelf right now. Like, honestly. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a take. That's a hot take. Do you agree? <laughs> um, I could agree. I, I think it's been very consistent, unlike some other titles that have been a little wonky. But yeah, no, I could agree with that. Like, right now, I think it's one of the best ones. Um, Superman will probably be my cover of the week too. It's just like you said, John Kent and Damian Wayne just kind of jumping out together. Um, my pick of the week will probably be Powers of Ten or Powers of X, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, number six, six. of six. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this issue. Um, I want, my, 
my wallet's gonna be so happy. No more five dollars a week to Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> Our regular uh, X-Men gonna know, be uh, House of X and Powers of X were coming out every week, one issue. So and they're they were all four ninety nine <laughs> except for the last issue, which was five ninety nine. I think the first issue was five ninety nine. So it's been that. a little bit of a heavy toll, but it's worth it. It was a great comic series. But now it's the two minis are done and it's gonna build into Hickman's X Men run. So. Which starts next week. Oh, does it really? Yeah, wow. it does. X-Men number one next week. Awesome. But yeah, we don't uh, really have fully... Want to go rapid fire? <laughs> yeah, so uh, in Flash, Hunter Zolomon is back. And yeah, uh, the yeah. Black Flash... He wants to take on the Black Flash. Ballsy. Yep. Uh, Hunter Zolomon has... There's a lot of uh, similar fight scenes to what happens in Flash Blitz, which makes sense. It's the same artist, Scott Collins. Um, we even get a flashback to Blitz with Hunter Zolomon's origin story. Which really briefly, yeah. he basically was a cop. Uh, his fiance was his mentor. He told his fiance that this criminal in this house was like, we'll just go in and arrest him. He doesn't carry guns. Mentor walked in, got shot, and it was all Hunter's fault. Yeah, his his father in law died, and he he got uh, not paralyzed, but needed to walk with a cane. Like he was forever damaged by it. Um, and his wife. Whereas fiance blamed to, him for his father. I'm trying to find where it is. Oh, here it is. Um, on one of the first few pages, we get the reveal of Hunter's suit. Uh, they gave him the black logo now and the lit up like belt and arm things. I love that. That looks way better than what they had before. Before, before he was just, kind of just wearing a like, flash the, suit. The like '60s <laughs> flash suit. This actually makes him look like menacing, and you know, I, I like that. I like the black logo, though. I do wish it was yellow, like the suit. Yeah. Instead of red. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I'm hoping that this is building to a story with Wally, even though I'll most likely be disappointed. But I'm well, hoping Wally this is story mentioned with Wally. here. Yeah, he mentions Wally a few times, and he mentions Flash War about how like uh, Wally's not here to save you this time, Barry. Yeah, uh, he's just like, "What are you gonna do? Wait for Wally?" And I'm just like, "Come on, pop the next page." Every time I'm turning the page, I'm like, "Come on, Wally!" I know it would make sense because right now Wally's in the multiverse, but. Uh, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> it'd be, I hope he appears. Like if this, if Williamson's building to a Zoom story and by issue one hundred, Wally better appear. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Hunter's beating up Barry and he's doing it to draw out Steadfast. And Steadfast uses the Still Force and through this, uh, Hunter's able to take the Still Force from Steadfast. And he kind of like drags Barry by his ankle and shows him the new Force, the Forever Force. So what is the Forever Force? Uh, he's able to exist out time, outside of time and space. Basically what his powers were in the <coughs> during Blitz, how he kind of like slowed down time around him. Uh, he said that he got a glimpse of it when the cosmic treadmill uh, blew up in front of him. And now he's got it. Now he's going to become the greatest Flash in the multiverse. So, And uh, he wants the Black Flash to come at him. And Barry's like, no, watch out. It's suicide. And Hunter says, no, I'm ready. I, if I could beat death, then uh, no one can beat me. So it, it ends with Black Flash uh, about to jump Hunter, but Barry jumps in front of it. And, and Hunter's stabbed. like, Barry, what have you done? So next, the Flash dies. One problem I have with this. Um, okay. Barry sent uh, Commander Cold and Strong Girl. What's her name again? Fuerza. Where? Fuerza. Her. <laughs> He's just like, you guys Great go Canadian into the, the Speed Force. Because you can't strength get force. strength force, because Black Flash can't go in forces, so you can't get him there. But in this issue, Black Flash goes into a force to get Hunter. So into huh? the still force, right? Yeah. That yeah. Is so it's like, so he could go in the forces. I hope they explain that, because right now I, I thought your problem. I thought your problem with the issue was going to be on the third page of the issue. Black Flash just like flies in the air. <laughs> yeah, that was also really weird. <laughs> 
Like he's always been known to like run into like portals and stuff, which made sense, like how he gets everywhere so fast. But, but he just he's jumps like straight up in the air. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you rate the issue? It was good. I I do give it like an like a eight point five because it was a good issue. Yeah, I'm at like eight point five nine. I enjoyed it. It's nice to see Hunter, even though this isn't like Blitz type Hunter. It's an evolved Hunter, and I'm. If it builds to Wally, it's worth it. So yeah, he mentions Wally a bunch, and I think Williamson's going to do us some respect. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman sixteen. Uh, if you like the Super Sons, you might not want to read this issue. Don't Super read it. Super Sons <laughs> unite, right? That sounds great. Uh, it's pretty terrible. So Damien is written like in the words of our very own comic book hunter, uh, Freddie Freeman. He's and basically he's 100% right Shazam's here. friend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's Shazam Jr. So, here. Yeah, so he asks uh, John now that he's older to get him beer, and uh, he like makes jokes about puberty like five times, and uh, yeah, it's the first it's thing. The first thing he says to John is, "What happened?" I'm like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then he also he also accuses John of being Leviathan. Uh, okay. In Superman Rebirth, there's an there's a moment where Superman teaches John about the different types of kryptonites. And he mentions gold kryptonite. And in this one, John says, is gold kryptonite even a thing when you learned about it, like, not too long ago? (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like, come on, Bendis. Uh, Damien does mention why you're so tall, but 27 times in this. Which, you know, it's childlike and all that, but... Uh, they eventually they get hot dogs together. Damien is a vegetarian, but he's eating hot dog. I asked Brian Michael Bendis why, and he said that it's a veggie dog, and he swears. So I guess okay, that's fine. He didn't mention it in the issue, but okay. yeah, the the artist draws ginormous feet and ginormous hands, and <laughs> yeah. there's one panel with Damien and John where Damien is literally like half John's height. So I guess John grew so much that he's like eight feet tall now. <laughs> yep. But yeah, the entire issue is just Damien saying stuff like, I can't believe you're so tall now. Oh my god, yes. And yeah, and, and it, it sounded like Damien wanted to like join the Legion of Superheroes. Like, I'm so jealous. You get to go to the future. That's awesome. And it's like, who are you and what do you do with Damien Wayne? <laughs> the only line that felt like a true Damien line was, I'm just glad there is a future. That's it. Uh-huh. Besides that, it's just terrible. The issue ends with a Saturn girl appearing and uh, John and Saturn girl going to the future together. John doesn't say goodbye to Lois, his mother. Uh, all right. I, I don't like how he's going to the future. I don't like how in continuity wise, Superman doesn't know who the Legion of Superheroes are. And he just decides, you know what? I'm going to trust these people. I'm going to trust sending my son away. Even though the last time I did that, he aged several years and came back traumatized. But I'm going to, you know, he's been back for two weeks. So, uh, no, not even two weeks. He's Because he's been away for three weeks, which means he's been back for a week. He's literally been back a week. And Superman's just like, okay, bye, son. I'm going to send you with these strangers again, like I did before. Only uh, this time, hopefully don't get traumatized. I know I don't know who these people are, but bye. Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like it. One thing, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do you rate it? like three i mean yeah. i just did not like this issue at all like i i found myself reading this like is is this it this is this is the super Sons. reunion like we've been waiting for this for a while it's got to advertise pretty heavy nope <sighs> sad days something they do like is powers of 10 though <laughs> uh did you, yeah, you powers, go over of powers of 10 i did i'll go over the important scene really quick so throughout powers yeah, of yeah, 10 go ahead. we've gotten this scene where 
Moria, who is a mutant who, when she dies, she gets resurrected with the same memories that she had before. Uh, she spent her lifetimes being good, being evil. She doesn't really know what to do. But in this lifetime, uh, she goes over, she sees uh, Charles Xavier sitting on a bench. And she says, uh, she starts talking to him. She kind of flirts with him a bit. And she's like, why are you so happy? And he's just like, oh, I just, I have this wonderful dream. And I think it's really possible. And she also knows the future. So she knows what's going to happen. She knows what Charles Xavier is talking about. He's talking about Krakoa, the country for mutants. And she says, that's kind of a bad idea. And he's just like, I'm sorry, do we know one another? She says, oh, yes, we go by quite a bit. Read my mind. Find out who I am. And Charles reads her mind and says, ah, that's where every issue is end at this point. Except for this one. We get a and, bit and, more. And, and Jonathan Hickman also called that panel the most important panel and, or most important page in X-Men history. Yeah. We get a continuation of that, though, where he goes, ah, ah, ah. And he just starts screaming and he grabs his head as Moria has shown him everything in the future of how Krakoa will eventually fail. She then kisses him and leaves him. But it basically, they go over how this is the start of Krakoa, how um, Charles Xavier recruits Magneto to help. Uh, they recruit Apocalypse. They recruit all these X-Men. They make it happen. And in the back of Charles's mind, he keeps saying, your future's wrong. We're going to make this work. But Maria is very skeptical about that. Another thing in this issue is a thousand years in the future when uh, apparently it's uh, the day before Earth dies. <laughs> yeah you get in, that in, in mora's uh six i was just about to bring that up mora's sixth life yeah like a day before the world is ending um there is a blue guy who i feel like might be a reincarnation of charles xavier but probably not who that, that's um, what i thought too <laughs> but apparently it's not but it might be i don't know it's a this bald blue guy he basically just He's taunting these two figures like, oh, the world's going to die and who cares and everything. And then these two figures emerge. It's Moria and Wolverine. Wolverine does not age, so he's still around right now. Uh, yeah. They just kind of ask him a few questions before Wolverine kills him by stabbing him and then looks to Maria and Maria says, all right, my turn. Uh, send me away. And uh, Wolverine's like, don't worry, darling. This is what I do. Like, uh, She's asking for death and Wolverine understands. So she's, he stabs her in like a loving way. <laughs> yeah, because she, because she knows like she's gonna reincarnate. This actually kind of reminded me of um, in X Three: The Last Stand when Wolverine has to stab Jean Grey. Which yeah, is kind of and terrible scene. But uh, I like immediately thought of that. But yeah, so we get the story of Mora's life. I'm interested. I, I low key want to buy this in trade just so I could read it all in one sitting and like see Mora's various lives. But yeah, this was an interesting issue. And then it it gets back to like the celebration scene that we saw at the end of uh, Powers Six. And we get like a little bit more in depth. Or uh, house. Mag- house six. Yeah, yeah, house, I mean. And a little bit more in depth what Magneto and Charles are saying. And because uh, it ended, I think, in in house with uh, just look at what we've made. Yeah. And then uh, Char- uh, Magneto asks, and yet the thought lingers, is it enough? And Charles says that it's a start, Eric, and we have to hope it is. And Magneto asks, but what if it's not? And Charles said, then we do more. Whatever the cost, whatever it takes. So I like that. And then uh, Magneto says that uh, he would die for all of it. And if he falls, then uh, Charles would raise him up and he would show this world what a real mutant is. So, yeah. And they basically say people will try to stop us. And Charles says, yes, let them try. Yeah. And, and I like Magneto's, uh, I think it's the final quote of the issue where he says, uh, 
I am not or ashamed. No, it's the of second final quote where he says, "I'm not ashamed of what I am." Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Throughout this issue, though, we do get a uh, little journal entries from Moria of the future. So she says, like some things, like, "Oh, Charles just recruited. He's recruited me to make Krakoa. Cool. We have recruited Magneto. Cool. But we also get future things that haven't happened yet. And one of them says." Try to find it. Um, well, oh, here it is. We have lost Magneto. I had hoped, given the opportunity, to make him a better man. Instead, all we have made is an enemy. I am just as bad as they are, if not worse. So, either Magneto dies, or he uh, becomes evil. But this is just possible futures, and I have a lot of hope that Professor X is going to do whatever he can to prevent it. Yeah. And I'm excited. Yeah, um, same same boat, same boat. Ten. Um, this was yeah, this was a really awesome. Really loved it. Um, curious to see where it goes. And yeah, the only title I plan on reading is probably just the main X Men title. But I don't know. I haven't really looked enough at the other ones. I'm thinking I think about X Force. Hickman's writing a second one, so I don't know. He's we'll writing X Force for I believe the first arc, and that's it. Okay. And he's just focusing on X Men. That's it. Interesting. So I, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be reading next one, but we'll see. Yeah, probably the same. And that's the show. Unless you want yeah, to do anything that's, else. Yeah, that's the but... show. So you heard our uh, rant about the DC timeline. <clears throat> you heard our thoughts on some of the comics. Hopefully we explain the timeline good enough, too. Yeah. it's a little yeah. confusing, but we try to break it down for you. Breaking down that timeline is worth your review enough, right? That's a good segue. Uh, if you like this show, then maybe give us a review on iTunes. It helps with the rankings. Uh, I get an email every week, so I'll be sure to see it. And, uh, yeah, we'd love it. Anyway, uh, for a hero story, I'm JD. And I'm Hunter, and thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. Goodbye. Bye!